You are now listening to Yoga Bliss with Shelly. Welcome, my friends, to Shelly's stories. Today, I am sharing yet again another chapter from Juniper Bloom Wishing Wands. And we are on chapter eight, which is so exciting. I am so grateful for you tuning in and just allow yourself to get cozy, maybe nestle into bed if you're having a quiet time or a nap time, or maybe it's a bedtime story and get yourself your favorite cozy blanket, nestle in your favorite cup of tea, whatever makes you feel good, my friends. And together, let us do this. I send you so much love and light, my friends. Chapter. Chapter 8, Trap Door. Dad began unloading the pantry. He heaved and hoed the water crock in front of the fridge. Water splished and splashed in the shape of a wave. I imagine what it would be like to go surfing inside of the giantest water bottle there ever was, swishing and swashing around. It seems thrilling inside. On the counter stood the hot water maker. Its bright-looking gadgety buttons made me wonder. I imagined them in the shape of my shrinking machine with a lightning bolt flying out of the tip, making everything a cute, teeny, tiny size. I will have to try it when we get home from camping. Brown paper bags and reusable ones filled the ground. I moved the mop bucket and the vacuum and heaved the broom with the dustpan too and over went the wooden art easel out of the way. Do you need a hand there, Bloomer? Dad was wiping a puddle of water off of the floor with a fluffy gray kitchen towel. No, I'm strong like a bull. I've got this. I showed my muscle and flared my nostrils like one of those machine rodeo bulls me and my get to ride at the county fair every year. The one you hold on for dear life while it whips you around until it throws you onto a chubby fluffy mat. You know the ones you ride like a real cowgirl who wears boots like mine would ride? The kitchen floor was flooded with pantry things. Mama would have panicked if she saw the mess we made. But good old dad was as cool as a popsicle, which is more than cool. It's freezing, like he usually is. Cool with whatever comes his way. I say usually and not normally because I don't like that word normal. What is normal anyways? Who is normal? That's a stupid word. Oops, I'm not supposed to say stupid because it's a bad, unkind word. I mean a step word weirdos made up who have no hearts. Finally, the pantry ground was clear. Dad lifted the silver ring and with a giant grunting sound, In lots of muscles later, he peeled the square piece of floor away from the other floors. A big crackling, popping thud was his finale. He rested the floor puzzle against the wall. Through the giant trap door, Dad lowered himself down the straight up and down wooden ladder. His big head bobbed down into the dark. Thump, thud. That's going to leave a mark. Wailing sounds of Dad's voice echoed up the hole. Rex? Rex, are you okay down there? I asked, concerned. And then a light switched on like that. Found the light. I always forget when those that dang thing is. Do you guys want to come down? 
and magically dad's head appeared out of the square hole as he rubbed the large red goose egg who lived on the side of his forehead. My shoved in front of me. Me first, he pushed me clear out of his way. No, me first. I was the one who helped clear the area while you were flopping around, swimming like a fish out of water. I shoved him back up. <clears throat> Good one. Don't push, my hollered right before he punched me. Swack in the arm. Ouch, Rex. My punched me. I made a cat hiss and showed my polished fingernails to him. No punching, no shoving, just be nice to each other. Neither of you must remember about the sleeping bags and headlamps. I guess no one in this family likes popsicles either. Dad told and questioned us at the same time. Popsicle, popsicle, popsicle. Huey repeated three times like he does. Because boy, oh boy, does Huey lose his bananas for popsicle treats. Here, buddy, you can go first since you are being a good boy. Dad's hands reached up the trap door hole for Huey. Good girl, good girl, good girl. He mumbled while Dad heaved him down the hole. Good boy, Huey, you are a boy. Dad's face was shining off of the corners of Huey's glasses. Good girl, good girl, good girl. Sometimes that baby brother of mine is hilarious. Remember, you two, once you get down here, be sure not to stand all the way up or you will whack your heads. He rubbed his red goose egg, who was growing by the minute. All righty, Milo, what is the rule, son? He questioned my brother, who was feeling kind of rude right now. Ladies first! He pounded as he kicked his foot and it whacked over the crawl space door. Thump! It echoed in the kitchen. Oops! Sorry, Dad. My picked up the heavy half wood, half floor material square against the floor and rested it against the floor. Come on, Milo. Can you behave or not? Dad shrugged his shoulders from inside the hole. Bloomer, it's your turn, kitty. Dad took me by the hand and guided me down the hole. My body started to tremble. Steady body, steady body, I told myself. And it worked, because when Dad plopped my feet down onto the black plastic dirt-covered floors, my feet felt grounded and heavy. Yes, I exclaimed to myself. Mr. Milo, it's all you, man. Dad moved out of the way while Mai sat on his butt and flung his body down the hole. He landed directly on his new blue and black sneakers. How a superhero who jumped off of a very tall building and made a great landing does. These were great, Dad. Milo inspected the side of his sides of his new kicks. All right, you three. Kitty, you are in charge of my checklist. Milo, you need to help drag out the totes, and Huey, you need to hold on to this. It is very important. Don't let it go. Dad handed Huey a red puffy vest. One of the vests us kids wear when we go fishing on our boat. 
Even though the life jacket was a distraction to help Huey keep busy so we could get some stuff done. On, 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 on. Huey repeated until I slipped his chubby little arms through the holes. Baka, baka, baka. I snapped and all I heard were wailing cries because my hands did it again. They wiggled into pinching Huey's baby skin in the buckle. Aw, poop. Bad hands. I huffed under my breath. Oh, I am sorry, little guy. Are you okay? I felt horrible. My body strikes again. I took off his glasses the way Dad does and wiped away Huey's crocodile tears. Owie! 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 Banded! 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 Huey wailed as he grabbed onto his stomach where I pitched his tummy and was asking for a band-aid. Dad was bent over a pile of giant plastic bins digging through. Is he okay? Dad's voice asked muffled. He's fine. It was my fault. I pinched him on accident. I held my kind of shaky hands up by my ears like I was being taken to the clinker, the slop house, the jail, being busted for a highway robbery, and then shrugged and clenched my jaw together. Like you got me, I am busted. It is the worst when your stinking stinking body sometimes does things you don't want it to. No fair. That's okay. That's okay. We all make mistakes, kitty. Even your old man, see? Dad held up a cracked compass. He must have broken and rubbed his ouchy head. Do you have a camping list? Dad asked. I dusted off the stack of boxes in bright, bold letters was Mama's chicken scratchy handwriting. It was her first book, the one she made when I lived in her tummy. But it didn't do so well because she self-published it. That was the year she knew she needed to get a literary agent. Who is a person who helps Mama fix her books and sell them all over the world? I took a small stack of the cutest picture books out of the dusty box. It's the one with a picture of a robot flying towards a planet. His name is Robot Ribe. I always love seeing Mama's name on the cover of books. Even though I know she wrote them, it's thrilling to see her name. Lucy Bloom on the cover. I smiled and grabbed the piece of paper with a picture of a tent at the top and in dad's best writing, like he does, camping strung across the top. Under was a picture of a red tent and in big letters so I could untangle it. And it read, Tenna, um, Tuna. Oh yeah, it's Tent Rex. Dad threw a pile of dusty tents on the black plastic dirt filled floors. Check. We will have to set it up and make sure it's in good shape, with no holes. What else do we need, he asked back. Let me see here. There was a picture of a sleeping bag, lantern, flashlight, water bottle, camping plates, and a cooler. I announced all of the pictures and tried my best to unstring the words. Like my best dad ever who helped me with pictures, I read the words so good. My crunched up body crouched under the short wooden ceiling and looked around at the cement walls and everything smelled like dirt and dust, which I love. 
I underlined every word I said with my chipped up pointer finger. Dad ripped a green plastic bin from behind the other blue ones. It was Xmas decorations. There was a scrunched up box. I read pick, pickers, pictures. Dad scooched the bin over to me. Old pictures, kitty. Dad read out loud for me and peeled up the lid. They were it. There was itty bitty chew marks all over the corners. Thinking about Christmas, I pulled my pen out of my pouch and drew a candy cane on my wrist. The right, the right one. Maybe it's the left. I can't ever seem to get the sides right. Who knows? Anyways, not me. No Bicky though. Hello there, J.J. Bloom Esquire. Are you paying attention? I made my way back from my drawing thinking brain. Oops, sorry, Rex. Yes, I am. I saluted with my calligraphy-filled writer's hand. Check, check, check. And the flashlights are out of batteries. Can you add batteries to the list? Things we need list. And sunscreen, we need lots of that. Dad thumbs me up. He spelled out the words, and my ears did their best to listen while my hand tried to follow what he said. Only my fingers tried to run away. I stuck my tongue out and my eyes got twitchy from side to side and I wrote what I could. I crouched out over to the side and that's when I saw it. The worst thing ever. And my friends, that is the end of chapter eight, Trapdoor. Thank you so much for listening. And please head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review and for the Yoga Bliss with Shelly podcast. And please keep listening and share because that's what this is all about, my friends, is sharing. I want to get this story out into the world and know that I love you and I send you a warm hug. And I encourage you, my friend, to get creative. Have you ever wanted to write a story or maybe speak a story or make up a story, now's your time. You can start with pictures or you can start with words. You can have an adult help you write with words. So allow yourself just to get creative. Or if you are an adult, ask yourself that question. Have you ever wanted to write a story or had an idea about writing a book about something near and dear to your heart? With all this extra time on our hands, Let us pick up old hobbies, create new hobbies. I love you. I send you a hug. And please keep your ears and your eyes out for Chapter 9, Daisies for Lily. Bye-bye, my friends. Namaste.